Thank you for joining us again for the Good Talk. The Parker Cast Part 2 is happening right now. If you missed Part 1, you should stop whatever you're doing and go back to Part 1 because it might be a little bit confusing listening to Part 2 right now. I agree with everything Cody just said. Listen up. What do you think is the biggest challenge that's facing teenagers right now? Uh, I think uh, sexual stuff. Because yeah. I think I think I think hmm. there is I think sexual stuff in my opinion, and uh, and I don't know how to say it, but to say it, I think it has become. And I grew up in the '70s. I graduated high school in 1981. I know it was different then than it was in the '60s. Sure. Every Absolutely. generation it changes. Yeah. <laughs> but everything, whether it be on TV mm. or whether it be obviously on a phone. Uh, uh, it's 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 made to be. I mean, every everything is okay in the world's eyes. Yeah, sure. And if you speak out against it, boy, it's you're demonized. Yeah. Even when you say, you know, looking back, people ask me about many different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I say, let me start by saying this. Jesus was asked, what's the greatest commandment? He said to love God with all your heart and mind and soul. And again, I'm paraphrasing. He said, but second, love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. I said, so let me start with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love, no matter what, I love you. Yeah. I love you. But now, if you're asking me a specific question, let's see what the Bible says about it. Sure. But I love you, no matter what you, uh, the Bible talks of, you know, sexually talks about, Adultery, and mm-hmm. obviously talks about all sexuality. Uh, the lesson I taught last week was from First Thessalonians chapter four, and was talking about purity. Mm. And uh, and I said in that lesson, I believe it. And so to answer your question, Cody, I, I believe the greatest challenge that young people face is 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 a a lack of not their lack of humbleness, but people get on, even Christians, and they 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 share everything online. Mm-hmm. They share their deepest personal, and I think they do it to to help people. Mm-hmm. I hope it does, but they share their deepest personal stuff. I mean, and, and everybody knows everything about everybody, and and it seems like everything somehow funnels right back into sexual, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, not everything, but a big sure. part of it. Sure, yeah. a big part of it. Yeah. and I think that kids struggle with that. Yeah, all the way from really hard stuff like <clears throat> gender. What gender am I? Yeah, you yeah. Know, sure. I mean, which is a very minority of humans. Yeah. Just right. being honest about it. Yeah. Which I'll say again, love whatever. Absolutely, yeah. love you. Yeah, yeah. Christ loves you no matter what. Yeah, uh, loves you, but that, along with then you know, personal sexuality to what is okay to do sexually. Sure. Yeah. And uh, the challenges have been there. This is you know you can go all the way back to David and, and uh, Bathsheba. Yep. Uh, sexual impurity has been there forever and ever and ever. Mm. Nothing new under the sun, right. according to, to Solomon. Yeah. 
but it's that's the challenge that I said. I didn't mean to preach it elsewhere, no, but I, that's what I think that's young people asked. have is that it's just it's just right there. Yeah, accessibility. Uh, accessibility mm-hmm. and, and in your face is what I go. But your accessibility is much much better. With it's just so accessible, mm-hmm. and I think young people don't know. I think they don't know what to think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, again, I think that's why parents get your children in church. Yeah, just yeah. get them in church. Yeah, and and. And in church, I've never been to a church, I'm sure there's some somewhere, where the preacher stood up there just evil and hammering. I mean, I've heard every, no matter what church I've been to, maybe I've just been to good churches, (laughs) all denominations, where the preachers preach. And the preachers say, here's what the Bible says, but with love. And just say, and, and, and nobody's beyond anything yeah but here's what the bible says i mean yeah. i'm just telling you yeah and so i get your children in church yeah yeah we believe that you know and cody and i we tell parents all the time you know hopefully what we're doing is just reinforcing what they're being taught right. at home yeah you know we want to be a supplement to what is being taught you know the word of god talks about you know taking these truths from the word of god and hanging them around our children's neck right. and uh, i think that there's been a little bit of an absence in that just as life has gotten everybody so busy with right. you know multiple yeah. career homes and and like you said even you know sharing a little bit of your own testimony yeah. sometimes we get tired we're so busy running from place That's to exactly place right. and uh you know we have a quote hung up in our house from mother Teresa that says you know the greatest work you do is within the walls of your own home That's and awesome, i yeah. think you know just I want to encourage parents that might be watching is understanding the influence you have over your own child's life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love the school system. I love that, you know, we have private schools and public schools, you know, but mom and dad have got to get back to raising our children. And part of that that, is getting them in school or getting them in church and making sure that they're in the right places and making these things a priority. Because if we let the world teach them, if we let, you know, these different public systems be the only influence in their right. life, then a lot of this stuff is going to be not a big deal to them. And I think lots of times students especially don't understand the hurt that sexual impurity can cause. Right. That's right. That's yeah. why. I, yeah. And, and even in the lesson I taught, God um, and any young person, here's it, is God does not give us boundaries because... He wants to be tyrannical and make your life Absolutely miserable. Right, yeah. But God knows. God is our creator. That's exactly right. right. God knows what will hurt you yeah, and what won't hurt you. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I've never, and I taught this in lesson the other day, and, and one of the people that was actually in person, I saw him laugh, as, and, after, and he told me afterwards, he said, that's good. <laughs> but I said, uh, I've never heard somebody that had an affair mm. on their wife. Say, boy, I'm glad I did that. Mm. Hey, that worked out great. <laughs> you know, ne- never. I said, I right, said maybe, maybe there's one, and yeah. and maybe somebody will. I said, but I've never heard one or really seen one point. where somebody said, I'm really, boy, that was a great decision. Right, right. It's never good. And, yeah. and, it, and in the Bible, in first in First Thessalonians chapter four, uh, it talks about how, um, and I don't remember the exact verse, but it talked about sexual purity sex. mm. but it also talked about defrauding people and, and, and as I studied it and it talked about how it didn't just impact me or the yeah, person sure. it impacted the other person that's right but there's so many other people that are impacted yeah. I mean if there's children involved right. if there's parents yeah. if there's mm-hmm. friends yeah. there's and, and God don't call us to purity 
to make our life miserable and think right. everybody's getting to have fun, but right. me, right. because it'll, it'll, right. it'll hurt, it'll right. hurt you. Yeah, he's always thinking long term. Right. Right. He's looking down you. the road and he sees those like throwing a rock in a pond. He sees those ripples and how right. it will go out. And it's just one of those things, even like you're talking about in Thessalonians, you know, chapter five, verse 23, it talks about how he will sanctify us and keep us. Hey, pure. that's next week. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Keep talking. I'm going to, so, I'm not going to give you any credit when I'm teaching this lesson. Too. No credit needed. It's in the word, not right. for me, yeah. but it, that's to reemphasize your point of importance of having them in church because we can't remain sanctified and holy and pure without his help. There's just right. too much temptation and that's too many right. distractions right. around there. We need the help of God and the help of his word. And I think, you know, we just, we got to understand that God has these long-term ambitions and goals yeah. for us, you know, like even a young person that's in middle school or high school, you know, and you start looking at pornographic material. Now right. that's going to affect your marriage right. 20 years yeah. from now. Right. You get, you get hooked right. on that stuff now. And now that relationship that God has for you 10, 15, 20 years from now is going to be corrupted by that seed of immorality, you know, right. of, of lack of purity. And so like you said, he's not trying to be tyrannical. He's not trying to steal. We, we say this all the time. Anytime God requires something of us, it's not about what he can take from our life. It's about What's he trying to get yep. into our life, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right. And so we have to understand that, that all of his uh, wisdom and, and all of his instruction is for our benefit, you know? And the word is advantageous to us. And right. what he's done is a blessing to us. And so, you know, we want to encourage people, you know, that are watching, whether you're going through something, there's help out there, right. not only from the word of God, but you have principals and teachers and youth pastors yeah. and then most importantly parents you know yeah. we tell students all the time don't hide these things from them i tell my boys all the time whatever you're dealing with come and talk to me so we can work through this and get through it together i think the devil loves to make us feel like we're on an island by ourselves mm -hmm. you know we've got to face this challenge all alone and uh you know i agree with mr parker sexual uh, impurity and, and and all that around us is a big temptation and in order to overcome that we need help and mm -hmm. so that's seek the help that's, that's available to you whether it is a youth pastor or a parent or the word of god seek the help that's available to you because just like mr parker and just like us and i know definitely god our heart is for your life to be the best that it can possibly Amen. be. I, I so wished uh, if, if, if I went back and was younger, uh, we didn't, I, I went to a big church. Mm. We didn't have a youth pastor. We had, really? Yeah, we just, but now this was in 19, in the late 60s, early 70s, and I don't know, but we just, we didn't have a youth pastor. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, and I went to a big church That's in Birmingham. Yeah. And, uh, and, and uh, I would have loved it, but, but I had guys in my life that uh and they were they were that i listened to you know i just i listened to them and i knew that they were the godly guys mm -hmm. and they were listen they were cool guys mm -hmm. and uh uh and you know the bible says and i don't know and i used to could uh i'm not sure uh but jesus said it's better to throw you know to tie a millstone around your neck yeah. and throw yourself in the depths and it is to mislead a young one. And I told a guy who's about four or five, four or five years older than me, my mouth's coming back to life. So <laughs> you can feel it. I can feel it. Some feeling and, in and there. I'm still, it's coming back. So listen, I promise, once again, I'm having a stroke. My mouth's coming. And a while ago I did this, I felt a little spit on there. So I promise, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to normal. Well, we didn't notice it, so I don't yeah, know how well, I did there. That's you know what I was doing. I thought, so oh, man, I'm We can't tell anything. But... Uh, but I told a guy, and uh, and I don't think he's a Christian, but he was always a good influence. And I tried to quote some scripture to him. This was 
just a couple of years ago. So, and he's probably over 60 years old now. But I quoted that scripture to him, and he's not responded. So, not <laughs> responded to that. And uh, you know, and and so it might have been heavy. But I, but the Lord laid on my heart to say, say something to him. And I and I quoted that scripture to him and say. You ne- and he didn't. I said, you never led me wrong. Mm-hmm. When people were drinking, you'd say, I don't do that. Yeah. You know, and I don't know he was a Christian. I don't know he's a Christian now, but he never led me wrong. And I because lo- I looked up to him. Mm. But, you know, when we were, we played on the same football team and he was really cool. Mm. And he was just really laid back. And mm-hmm. uh, But when people were doing things they weren't supposed to be doing, like I said, he would, he would say, hey, man, don't do it. Don't, you know. Yeah. But he didn't. But he was, he was cool in the sense that he didn't say, uh, go over there and preach to him. You know right. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. because I was 14 or 15, he'd say, you don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, if he's not doing it, I'm going to do it either. Yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> right. And, 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 I, and I quoted some scripture to him. And the Lord laid that on my heart to say, say something to him, witness to him a little bit. Sure. To say, I know, you know, and, and listen, I, I certainly can't speak. And if I'm misspeaking scripturally or or or, or, or as a Christian, I don't mean it, but it's almost like God wanted me to say, "Hey, you're a really good guy, but you really need me." Yeah. I mean, hey, listen, you're a good dude, right? But now you need Christ, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not enough, but you are a good dude. Yeah. You got a good heart. Yeah. So listen to this right here. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I don't know that. Lord, if I misspoke there, forgive me. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I don't think you can ever no. misspeak sharing yeah. the gospel yeah. with someone. So yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. you're doing good. Well, well, what do I'll you say, think? I feel, I, think like, we're good? Uh, I feel like all these questions are, are pretty good. I think we well, Mr. Everything. Parker, you got anything else you want to add before? <laughs> no, I, th- I, you know, you guys said something a while ago about uh, don't want to jeopardize my time. Let me assure you, you're not jeopardized. <laughs> Anytime I get a chance to, to speak about Christ, hmm. uh, I'll do it. Yeah. A- yeah. Anytime. I tell people <laughs> that all the time, and they always say, well, I know you've been. Th- no. Yeah. I may be too busy to go out and run a 10K. Yeah. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And my running now is more of a fast shuffle <laughs> and after back surgery. But it's not, I can't even consider it running, but I I still get from hey, there to there. Hey, you're getting out there. I, yeah. the, I get from there to there. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, uh, sometimes people, and there are things, and I have found things in my life that I have not been prayerful enough about, and it has not worked out the way mm. that I thought. I just thought, God, uh, I don't have to pray about that. Mm. And then God said, no, you should have prayed about that. <laughs> but there are things that I think that the Lord has laid on our heart that God's already answered. <clears throat> when y'all ask me to be on this podcast, I don't have to send you something and say, let me pray about it. Yeah. No, I've already I'm prayed up. Yeah. And yeah. God has said, anytime you get a chance to tell about the God, tell about me, tell it. Yeah. So yeah, good. Yeah. I don't have to pray about yeah, it. Yeah, and sure. I say that, of course, I need to pray about everything. Sure. But I'm prayed up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're never wasting my time. Anytime I can help you guys with anything, uh, absolutely I'll help. And anytime I get a chance to speak, I hope everybody watches because not because of me, but because these guys are awesome. These guys are really, I mean, these guys, let me tell you what they're doing. They're helping young people. They're trying to, they're trying to teach young people out Christ. Amen. And, uh, man, what a great, uh, it, there's no greater calling. I, I've always said this. People say, boy, you've been called to be a teacher. I said, I, do, I don't believe that's a big calling, but there is no greater calling than to be uh, a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. That's the highest calling. That's yeah. number one. And uh, I believe that I'm a, uh, I believe that I've been called to share the gospel in a secular world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but these guys have been called to to 
to preach to to your children and to anybody else. So Amen. Thank you guys. Anyone that'll listen. Listen, man. <laughs> we'll talk to them. Hey, listen. <laughs> Whether they want to or not. Right. We're we'll here. Talk. We're here to do we're it. We're always talking. So. <laughs> and uh, listen, I'm proud of both of you guys. I'm especially proud of my fans. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I do. I love this guy. Yeah, this me way, too. He's one of mine. I mean, yeah. you know, and I, I'm proud of all of mine, but I'm so proud of all of mine that have done anything, whatever the Lord's yeah. called them to do. Because listen, if the Lord calls you to be an engineer, yeah. Lord calls you just you as strong to be an engineer as the Lord calls you to be a preacher. Right. I mean, he calls you to do what he what the Lord wants you to do. But I'm so proud of uh, of Cody and, and Kai and uh, uh, and I don't get to see. Him. I see Cody running every once in a while. <laughs> Listen. And that flow is awesome too. Oh my I mean, God. I'll just tell you, I know. <laughs> is it not all? He's out there with I his hair. Pull it off. Yeah, I tell him all just the time. He's good, got great man. hair, oh and he's out there without his Guys. shirt on, and I'm just showing the world. He's you know out here I mean? making me blush on the They're internet. Me. I hide <laughs> in my garage. I run on my treadmill where no one can see me. I know. Listen, I even had somebody yesterday, uh, what a guy that I was with, and uh, they said something about, "Boy, you looking really? You really look like you're in good shape." Of course, you know I was playing the humble, but my chest was stuck out. Yeah. And I, I said, "Well, it was until oh I got gosh. this right here." Yeah. And you know, I was trying to be humble. I thought everybody say, and the guy. Down inside, he said, "Yeah." He said, "He said, yeah." He's telling truth. Five years ago, he never had that. I oh thought, my God. "That's oh, not goodness. what I was looking for, there, Coach." <laughs> right, right. I was looking for uh, just a simple yes would have yeah. been fine. Oh my gosh. But now you jumped in, and the truth is, I have gained. But uh, well, you said you're 58, right? I'm 58, and this 58 is not, going on 17. This is not a lie. If, if when I get 58, if I look like you, well, I, I will be extremely right. satisfied right. because Listen. I would have never guessed 58. Just even yeah. in your face, well, I mean, I appreciate you. You look great, Mr. Parker, and that's not trying to. Build you up, you really do. I'd be completely satisfied if at fifty-eight, yeah, I well, look like you. So you're doing something right. Let me tell you, the best compliment I've had in a long time. This came from my doctor, Doctor McKenna Gibson. The <laughs> shout, bad, out. The shout, shout out, come on, Doctor McKenna Gibson. Come on here, by the way, her husband graduated. You, Matt Gibson. Oh, what? Wow. He's, he's, he's 06. You're 07. I'm 08. I'm you're 08. No, you're yeah. 08. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you were 08 because you're Tyson. Yeah, I'm Tyson. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm Tyson. But, but you Matt, got a lot of them. It's all yeah, right. No, no, yeah. no. But I knew you, of course, because you've been with Tyson all this yeah. year. So I knew exactly. And Kyle was 07. Mm -hmm. Okay. But Dr. Gibson's husband is a is a, is a a Bob Jones graduate. She wow. said this morning, she said, your gums are really, really, really healthy. I said, hey. <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's awesome. So that's right. the best compliment you've yeah. got in a while. And I said, is it I, said is it just, I said, is it genetics or whatever? She said, no, you must floss a lot. I thought, take because, listen, I go to the doctor. The doctor said, man, your thyroid, I'm going to have to put you on more thyroid medicine. <laughs> you got this and that. And finally, I've got something good from a doctor. I got the gums. So doctor, I got doctor, the doctor, gums. Dr. McKenna, thank you. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, she said, no, hey, you got the gums of a 17-year-old. I Look said, thank that. you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. So, yeah, I don't know about the rest of me, but my gums are in good shape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I told Cody the other day, you know, because he seems to enjoy running. I do. You, you I know? do enjoy running. Hey, man, he looks, man, he blows by. He looks good. <laughs> Run through my neighborhood. You know yeah, yeah, absolutely. You'd be out there mowing the lawn and be like, what up? <laughs> hey, looks great, man. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. I was on my, my treadmill run and I told my wife after I was done and she said, you know, because she'll ask me, she, how was it today? You know, and I have my treadmill in my garage. So we're coming up on summer. It gets hot in there sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like I'm passed out. But I told her, I said, it was a little disappointing and discouraging today because while I was on the treadmill, I had this thought. 
I have to do this for the rest of my life to yeah. stay healthy. <laughs> and it was just such That's a right. such a depressing time on the treadmill oh to gosh. think this is my future. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's no way around you turn this. It into no a I got I gotta stay healthy. You know, I wanna be active with my boys yeah, and yeah. I wanna, you know, in youth ministry, we're always playing basketball and football. And you know, even as a preacher, you know, sometimes you get wound up and you're I preaching, can't. you can't get out of out of air. And I was just like, Man, I I literally have to do this for the rest of my life. You I do. get no break from this. And it was just so discouraging <laughs> you know the only thing keeps me is going is, i say not the only thing but but keeps me going a little bit is is i think all right i can do this race here i don't have to beat everybody but can i beat the other old people <laughs> and, uh, and the answer is no oh I mean, my no. gosh i'm telling the, oh the older they get some of these people just i guess they don't work there. anymore mm, they that's like, true they can focus killing on that. me man and uh you know I'm, i still gotta work for a living yeah. i get mad as after the race like dude do you not work <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about endurance sports we, i was talking to somebody about this the other day it is competitive in the sense people but it's such a welcoming community yeah right? i yeah. mean every no matter how hmm. There's always somebody in front of you. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. always somebody behind you. And yeah. and no matter mm. who you are, <clears throat> I've never – and I've been doing endurance sports since I graduated – since I quit playing ba- – played baseball for yeah. – in college five years. And uh, and then I thought, I can – you know, I'll do that. And so I've been – first triathlon I ever did was 1986. So, I, so I've been doing, you know, one a year since then or so. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> no matter how heavy somebody is or how slow they are – Man, I'm telling you, the, even the best, mm-hmm. you know this at a 10K, really encourage you. Like, man, come on, come on. Yeah. Hey, go back out. It's true. We're, we're right. going to get you across, man. Yeah. Come on, yeah. come on. Yeah. And then so so it's a very welcoming community. Yeah, I love that anytime that I've done a race, like everyone's always like cheering you on on the sides and you know, they're ready to give you that water when you cross over and they're so excited when you make it. And one thing that I, like, for me, even related to spiritual things that – you know, you just get out there and do the best that you can, right. you know, and you're, yeah. it's only you. It's, it's not about the person on your right, not about the person on your left. Right. And especially like in your calling with God, just get out there yeah. and do yeah. what you feel like God has called you to do. Do the best that you can do. Be the best version of yourself that it's even like in a yeah. exercise yeah. sense. Like when yeah. I go out and run, I just go and go run the best that I can run today. It's not about yeah. how I ran yesterday. How, how good can I run today? Right. Yeah. That's right. And so... Well, hey, thank you for coming. Yeah. I want to I say this, and I know you know you're, you're very humble, and I appreciate that. But just thank you for yes, everything you've absolutely. done for our community, for following God, for helping the students of Madison and even beyond Madison. Amen. Uh, like I said, I've been here for 20 years and, and have always admired you just because, like I said, at the end of graduation, you know, you give your phone number to everybody and you just welcome anybody that's going through something, mm-hmm. you know, I'm here for you. And I appreciate you being that, that light. You are a fulfillment of Matthew five. I really do believe Amen. that you're a light and you're a salt. And, uh, especially as youth pastors, thank you for helping the younger generation. Amen. We really do appreciate it. And I'm not saying that to build well, you thank up. You so much. I know you're going to give glory and honor to God, but it's important that people use the influence yes. and use the call that they've been given to glorify God and to help others. And I've seen that in your life. I've only been here for 20 years, but I've watched it all 20 years. You've been faithful to what he's called you to do, and that faithfulness has made an impact beyond your even understanding. Amen. It really yeah. has. And so thank you. We that. appreciate it. I'm like Billy Graham. Some Billy Graham said, uh, one of the first, and well, I say is, I, you know, I'm, there are people that are voracious readers. Voracious readers. I'm still not quite there. Voracious mm-hmm. readers. And, uh, and you know, I, I read what I had to, mm. and I do like reading stuff. I, you know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll read articles, uh, and I still do. But I read the entire book, uh, 
Just As I Am by Billy Graham. Hmm. And uh, and the reason was is because uh, I love sports, but I'm just not that interested. And because once you play sports at cert- to a certain level, and I was very lucky that I played, uh, got to play Division One baseball, and and I realized even the guys that were the best of the best, and and I and I do mean this humbly. I mean, they're just like us, and they're not even that much better. Maybe they're a little bigger, stronger, but they're not. You know, and you watch them on TV, and you think they're superhuman. Right? They're really not. <laughs> I mean, they're just they're a little bit bigger, a little yeah. bit stronger. God's given, but they're they're just dudes like we are. Yeah. Right. Sure. And even being around governors a little bit, and, mm-hmm. not, and you know, and even I shook hands with a couple of presidents. They're really no different than we are. Right. right. Sure. I mean, they just chase the job. Right. <laughs> right. Got to be smart. I'm not saying sure. they're not smart, sure. but sure. They're, but. I thought like with a Billy Graham, I, 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 I want to study people like it. What did he do? Mm. And, and, and there's a couple of things that just, that I still remember, but I, but I love the, when he's uh, in, in, in that book, somewhere in that book, somebody had asked him, what did, uh, when he, you know, because of the life that he had lived, when he, uh, when he uh, met St. Peter at the gates of heaven, he said, what do you, what do you want him to say to him? He said, come in. That's it. <laughs> I just want to get in. That's all I want to do. Come, come on in. That's, just come on in. He said, you know, he's expecting, I, you know, he wanted all these crowns in heaven. And, and, and I, certainly, I, but but that's what I want the Lord to say. Just, Amen. hey, come on in, man. Yeah. That's all I want. Amen. Well, as much as, uh, you know, as much as I admire you, I also probably, have you ever been on a church softball team? <laughs> Because if you have I, I been, I despise you. Because no, we had a church softball team once, and I'm pretty sure it was all the guys that you know played in college, right. and then you know felt God called them to something right. else, and so now they're on this church softball team. We didn't stand a chance, you know. It's all these dudes that can crush it and kill it. And I was just like, we played one season. I was like, I'm done with this. All these ex pros and basically pro players guys out, out here kicking our teeth in. I'm like, I'm not having it. So I'm pretty sure there's a. Because no, I think Whitesburg has a really good <laughs> church softball no, team. I, I can't I, listen. I've got a, my, a, a slightly torn. I, I mean, I can I can throw from here to here. That's about all I can <laughs> do. But I can't. I couldn't crank up and throw. I sure can't sprint. I can run slow in a straight line. <laughs> you know, I can You know, I <laughs> no. tear an Achilles. Or, no, I, there's no. So mm-hmm. the chance of me playing softball. Gotcha, gotcha. I can still swing a little bit. I get out there and swing a little mm-hmm. bit. But when I when I graduated from college. Uh, I played with a group of guys who, and I didn't, I didn't even want to play, but it was a group of guys, and and I won't even go in this story, uh, but I was uh, when I graduated from college, even though I knew exactly what the Lord wanted me to do, I was, I did not go into education for two years. That's another story. If we ever come back in, I'll tell that story <laughs> how I thought it, mm. and uh, and I knew what I, I majored in education, just like I told you, I knew what the Lord wanted me to do. And I got a job in March with a Fortune 500 company before mm. I graduated. And I rem- and, and 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 God and I, God didn't argue, argue. And I remember yelling, "Well, then why'd you let me get the job? If you don't want, because I felt <laughs> in my heart, Lord, want me to be a teacher, but I, I don't even have a teaching job. So why would you give me this job? And uh, and and I will tell you, I would never been the superintendent without doing that job for two mm. years. Well, it wasn't quite two years, about a year and a half, mm. but. Uh, but it, it taught me professionalism. It taught yeah. me work about how to work with people even more. And then uh, <clears throat> I applied at one place. That was Madison County. And when I and and, and uh, anyway, one of the some of the group this group that I worked with, we lived on my wife and I lived on St. Simon's Island, Georgia. Again, that's another podcast. <laughs> and uh, and then you know, and I became a teacher at 24. But from 22 and a half to 24, I was uh, I was a sales rep for this company. And uh, 
lived in Lexington, Kentucky, on St. Simon's Island, worked out of Jacksonville, Florida. But uh, this one little – but there was a group of guys, and they had a softball team, they asked me to play because they knew I played baseball in college. So I went out there, and I sat on – and they didn't play me the first game. And I wasn't mad. I said, guys, listen, I'm not going to come out here and sit on the bench. <laughs> and, they said, and you know what? They, they said, well, we're, we're really good. Uh, <laughs> and they did say that, and I watched them, and I, and I said, well, y'all – Played in college, I said, but listen, I don't have to play. I mean, I'm I'm not mad at you. Yeah. But and so they put me in like halfway through because somebody couldn't beat. They said, well, come here next time because we only got them you know, and and we'll play you. And and now I mean to be arrogant, but <laughs> I was just a year out of college. I was an All American candidate. I mean, I could play a little bit, y'all. I mean, I could, I was an All American candidate. Yeah. And uh, uh, I mean, I hit over three hundred four years in a row, and I was All American candidate my senior year. And so. After like three innings, they said, "Man, you're really good." <laughs> but I, I mean, now really, I, I'm not too good, or I wouldn't be a school teacher. I've been playing for the Yankees, so I wasn't that good. Right. But I said, "Y'all, I've told you, I've yeah. played at a Division One school. I just, I just got out of college." Yeah. And uh, next game, they put me like at first batter, <laughs> put me in center field, you yeah. know, and I played with the rest of the year. But I, and I don't mean that arrogantly because I was playing with a bunch of guys that were not. Right. College athletes, <laughs> right. you know. Right. But I but I, I did I remember that conversation of saying, Well y'all I mean I told y'all I played in college. Mm-hmm. I mean that's but I'm but I'm I'm not mad at you. I don't I mean if y'all don't sit me on but I'm but I'm not gonna come sit on the bench. Yeah. I'm not gonna right. do that. <laughs> Just don't do it. I'm but I'm I'm your friend. Oh yeah. my gosh. And so that was and uh and so they ended up uh, J C Strother lumber company was <laughs> was the we, team we ended up going like 20 you know and, wow. and, uh, and we wow. were pretty and they were pretty good yeah but they weren't college level and like i said i was 23 years old so i still had a lot of fire in right me. i just right. finished playing yeah so, anyway that's another that's, that's another awesome story. that's another awesome story. Yeah. well listen we love you guys yes. thanks for tuning in if you need anything reach out to us we'll put uh, mr parker's phone number at the bottom of the screen <laughs> hey call me seriously send me a text i don't care uh, the lord is taking care of that Amen. all right we, we love, love you guys we'll see you on the next one Bye. So glad you joined us for the Parker cast on the Good Talk. Again, if you missed part one and somehow you're here right now, go back and listen to part one so you can get full context to the whole conversation. And if you have a guest that you would like to see on the podcast, send that recommendation to us and we'll throw it out there and see what we we'll can We'll give catch. them an invite on the Good Talk. It'll be yeah, a good time. Yeah, I just spit everywhere. That's but fine. see you next time for Good Talk. I can do that.